Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think that's a, a huge differentiation that we need to make. It's not about whether or not you think Askins is a good quarterback prospect in the NFL. It's does it vibe with what Jay Gruden is and what he likes to do with quarterbacks and the system that he runs. And I think that's where when you looked at some of the tape and saw where he did struggle at Ohio State, that maybe some of those things could prove to be difficult in his union with Gruden's system. Well, yeah, it could be. And there, there are two things when you watch Haskins for any amount of time that stands out, that both stand out. And one is that he reads defenses and scans coverages and makes throws against what he sees quickly like an NFL veteran on his second contract. He's one of the most highly developed read throwers. He's not a see-it-and-throw-it guy. There are guys in the NFL who do not read defenses as well as Dwayne Haskins does, which is astonishing because he's basically a one-year starter like Kyler Murray was. And he was throwing, you know, 50 touchdowns and eight picks against big boy competition. Um, You know, he he gets McLaurin, who he threw, I think, 10 touchdowns and no interceptions to last year. He's got a good offensive line. Um, So, and, and the thing about Gruden is he's a structured and, you know, he doesn't like a lot of improv. And he would rather, and we've seen this through his career in Cincinnati and, and nation's capital, he would rather take the less talented quarterback who will adhere to his system than the more talented guy who will sort of run around outside of structure because Gruden is all about structure. So in that regard, Haskins is as perfect a rookie quarterback for Gruden as there could be. The part that's the problem is Haskins under pressure. And there, you know, there's some ugly numbers here. He, you know, his, by whatever measure you want to use, his efficiency plummeted when he, when he didn't have a clean pocket. And that was pressure from the side that forced him to roll out, which he's really not good at. He's not good at throwing on the run at all. And this is a major problem in a Gruden system where from Andy Dalton through, you know, it just, Kurt, he wanted Kirk Cousins to do it. He couldn't quite merge with RG3, but obviously RG3, RG3 healthy was great throwing on the run through Alex Smith, through whoever. Gruden's always wanted a guy who can roll and reduce the field, hit the easy read and go. Um, Haskins is not that guy. Haskins is more of a, and I'm far from comparing him to either one of these players, but just as far as, you know, Tom Brady excels at pocket movement. Drew Bledsoe excels at pocket movement. A Nick Foles would be more like what, you know, Nick Foles now, as opposed to when he came into college, would be more like what Haskins is now, where he can read the field and there's pocket movement and then there's mobility outside the pocket. And Haskins is great at pocket movement. That shows up. But it's interesting that Gruden, who has always wanted mobile rollout boot action quarterbacks, not only takes Haskins, 15th overall, but says, yeah, he's a big guy and he can bounce off defenders and do all that. In that way, it's a big switch and kind of a repudiation of everything that Gruden has wanted in quarterbacks before, which I would imagine tells you what Gruden thinks of his acumen on the chalkboard and in, you know, in the, in the meeting room and all that. And that part shows up on tape, but Haskins as a quarterback under pressure 
I think is a multi-year project. All right, then you say a multi-year, then that means because I, I I always wonder, Doug, how much of this stuff is innate. Like I think Russell Wilson has an innate ability to sense defenders, sense backside pressure, to get down, throw the ball away, all that, and whatever the opposite of that is is what Griffin had. Now whether or not he's going to progress in that way now that he's you know, we haven't seen him play in a few years, I have no idea. Quite frankly, I don't care. How much of that is something that you can coach up what you're talking about being comfortable under duress and also instinctually knowing what's going on around you and how much of that is innate ability? Uh, I think it depends on the quarterback. I mean, Wilson had Wilson almost has it to a fault. He, he's, you know, he's so gun shy after years of terrible offensive lines that he'll bail when there is no pressure. So right. he almost goes too far the other way. Uh, with Haskins, again, you have a guy and you, you compare pocket movement to moving around in a small boxing ring and trying to avoid punches and land punches at the same time. And you're, you're, Avoiding punches is avoiding pressure, and landing punches is making throws. He's as good in that, say, you know, one yard by one yard area as a lot of NFL quarterbacks already. Now, like Brady, like Foles, like a Drew Bledsoe, who I've compared him to, um, the less mobile, out-of-the-pocket quarterbacks, he struggles with pressure in his face. So basically, and, and Brady, by the way, is deadly when you try and pressure him to the side because he'll just move around and kill you. Um, Haskins in the pocket can do that, doesn't always, and he's just a very unstable thrower under pressure. So when I say multi-year project, this isn't a few mechanical kinks that you can work out. Gruden's going to have to build him up from the, like the bottom up. He's going to have to invent a quarterback in Haskins who is good under pressure, who is good rolling out. Part of that you can do with simple mechanical fixes. And, you know, these are your three concepts when you roll out. So he's not overthinking it. So he has a structure and a rhythm. You're trying to invent rhythm outside the pocket with a quarterback who doesn't have any. So he's never going to be Russell Wilson. He's never going to be, you know, whoever. He's never going to be Drew Brees throwing on the run, who's, you know, one of the best of all time. Um, you know, the, Gary Kubiak has always had a really nice ability to create boot action throwers and, and develop them and things like that. That's kind of what Gruden's going to have to do. Um, but again, you go back to, you know, Gruden saying things like he can, you know, he's a big guy, so he can bounce. I've never heard him say that about any other quarterback. You know, so you, you have to imagine, I didn't hear his post-draft presser or anything, but you have to imagine he's tremendously excited to work with a quarterback that's obviously intelligent. That is in Gruden's wheelhouse. And I guess he figures he can, you know, deal with all the other stuff as it comes along. Is he going to get the opportunity to do it, though, Doug? I mean, that's what's so perplexing about this is if you think Gruden is the quarterback guru and he got, you know, Kirk Cousins on his way and he got the most out of Andy Dalton that you can, do you, do you give him the extension and say, hey, it's a two- to three-year project here with Haskins? Or And if you don't, then then why is he still here? Why are you not out there pursuing the guy that you think can get him there? I mean, the Redskins had good draft. I like their offseason, but that's the one – part of this whole process that doesn't really vibe up for me. Well, Gruden may imagine that he can fix, that he can, you know, he may look at Haskins differently than I do, and certainly the guy's forgotten more about quarterbacks than I'd know, so <laughs> I'd be inclined to take his opinion over mine, but based on my film study, um, you know, can you, it's not about like creating a little quarterback as we talked about before, can you sort of spackle one together um, can you work on his movement efficiency in the off season and in the preseason? Can you give him pressure concepts? Can you coach him up? Cause he's extremely coachable. As, as I've said, 
And this, you know, for a rookie, for a guy who's never played an NFL down, the extent to which he's able to process things is scary. And, you know, if your quarterback has the mental acuity to get things done and he's got a few physical dings, I guess, you know, that you can imagine to figure that out. And it helps that Haskins, you know, I've seen big lumbering quarterbacks who weren't that smart and it just didn't happen. And that's not the case with Haskins. So I'm imagining Gruden thinks, and he's got a high opinion of himself as a quarterback developer and as well, he should, he got the most out of Andy Dalton. He certainly got the most out of Kirk cousins. And, you know, so I, I think he's just thinking, look, I've got a guy here who can do things I, with like I, no other quarterback I've had has his arm and his processing speed, except maybe Alex Smith. And I can just figure out the rest. Yeah, I get that. Um, all right. Well, then when you when you talk about the pressure and then the, how much what is the increase in pressure when you're playing, you know, Big Ten football, Big 12 football, Pac-10 football? whatever it is, like you're in one of these big conferences and then the NFL, I, I feel like it's a hundred times more important because you're just always going to be having elite pass rushers after you. And it's just, it's, it's a skill that becomes so much more important at the next level that you absolutely have to be better at it. Is that accurate? You know, it's a good point. And here's the problem that this showed up in, I, I, I really watched the Rose Bowl game against Washington because the Huskies had the best defense he faced all year. And that's an NFL caliber defense. They're they're just throwing defensive backs at the NFL over the last few years. And Chris Peterson is a defensive genius. And one thing that showed up with Haskins, and, and this is true in the NFL, it's not just the waves of pass rushers and every guy on the NFL defensive line is better than just about everyone you faced in college. What what quarterbacks find out it's not just the pressure, it's the coverage. That window you had to throw into that was a foot wide in college is now two inches wide. So it's not just it's not just people beating your offensive line, um, and it's not the waves and rotations of pass rushers. It's the fact that you have to throw with anticipation, which he's already good at, into much smaller windows with much better defensive backs. Now, your receivers are generally better too, but I, I noticed, I mean, there were some times with Haskins where – that Washington would just kind of fall back into a, a passive zone coverage and he was looking for deep crossers and they were there and the underneath stuff was there and he just, he didn't see it or he didn't want to throw it or it was on a third and long or something like that. And situationally, he may have been waiting for the big play to open up. Well, you can't wait for the big play to open up right. in the NFL. By the time you're waiting for something to happen, it already happened. It's over and you know, you're about to go down. So he will have to speed that part of it up. And he's going to see coverages. Uh, you know, if I were a quarterback moving from college to the NFL, I would be a little more concerned with the coverages, especially nickel and dime and how advanced that's become with the spacing concepts in the NFL. I'd be a little more concerned with the coverage and how that affects the pass rush than just the pass rush itself. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 